0: Episode number 355.
1: LinkedIn is a more expensive platform to use, but that's where your high-quality traffic lives. So you want to acquire that traffic and those leads off that platform and then retarget them via cheaper means after they're a lead or after they've been to your website. Welcome
0: to the Be Real Show with Travis Too Tall and Hot, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know, your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you some fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to this show. Uh, but after this show, I think you're going to want to think about the ways that you connect, uh, the ways that you get leads, the ways that you use your digital, and the way that you can maybe unlock some more potential for yourself. I'm talking to you uh, to an expert in the game of advertising and, uh, and basically, let's just be real, getting some leads, especially in that B2B market where you're trying to get those big business to business connections. Uh, Mr. Anthony Blattner, Anthony, are you ready to be real?
1: I'm ready to be real, Travis. Let's go.
0: He's bringing it, folks. He's bringing it, uh, and he is a obviously a tech founder, guys. He is uh, an ex-IBMer. Whoa, we'll talk about that. Uh, And the founder of the Speed Work Social, which is um, growing a growing and growing agency in the top of the LinkedIn advertising, uh, if you want to call it world. Uh, And basically, you know, after watching uh, many customers kind of do this and fail, he said, "Hey, I got to try to take advantage of helping them and uh, maybe maximizing some of their efforts." Because I always tell us all the time, "Hey, all the platforms will take your money, but they won't tell you if it's effective." You know, and so. uh, no problem. Put a hundred dollar budget a day, whatever you want to spend. We will take it. Uh, we aren't. Uh, we aren't liable if it's not working for you. And so, uh, you know, it's up to you. Uh, so it's kind of the beauty and the curse of self-placed media. And so, Anthony, my man, you kind of figured this out. And that LinkedIn is such a a beast for advertising, um, especially for that B two B. So take me back a little bit into your history. Were you always into, uh, into business? Were you always into uh, advertising ideas, things like that? Uh,
1: I think I always knew I was going to do my own thing as far mm. as my own company, work on my own. Um, like you mentioned, I started my career at IBM. and I, That's what moved me down here to Austin, Texas um, and started in their e-commerce division, going out to really big companies and helping develop really big e-commerce sites. Uh, it was. I learned a lot, and I appreciated that experience. But also, getting into Austin startup scene here and the tech scene, it, it's amazing. There's so much stuff going on. Right. Um, after a few years at IBM, I spun off to start my own mobile app development firm, and we built a whole lot of different mobile apps, a lot of software for a lot of different companies. Um, the whole range from startups building a brand new app to maybe bigger tech companies that are adding on an app to a platform they already have. And what gotcha. we saw was, you know, in the early days. It was possible to get lucky to build an app, put it in the app store, and have it go viral, and do really well. We did have a couple clients that that ended up going viral, but for the most part, most companies would build an app and then put it in the app store. And then, you know, after you put it in the app store, you got to do some marketing, or else no one's going to download it. So right. realize, unless, unless you
0: already have, unless you got a million followers already, uh, there's no reason for people to know about this. So yeah, you're right. I mean, there's it, that's something never, no one ever
1: told you when you were thinking about building an app, right? So if you're gonna be real about it, you know, it's it's possible to go viral, but they can't bank on that as a strategy. So you gotta have a marketing plan behind it. And what we're seeing is all these different tech companies and startups would spend so much time and money and effort building that software and then put it in the app store and it might go nowhere. Gotcha. So seeing the need for that marketing help, I and my agency naturally got pulled into helping people with their marketing in the software world. Um, I sold that agency a number of years ago and knew I wanted to get even further into the marketing world because I loved it and like it moves very fast. Software, I love software, but it also takes a long time to build software. And it's like, uh, you know, marketing, you can launch a campaign and day one, you're seeing results coming off that campaign. So I knew I wanted to get in the marketing world. Uh, So after selling the software agency, I knew I wanted to, you know, get in the marketing world. So getting into the marketing world, I did kind of, start by trying out a bunch of different things i mostly had software you know with my background being in software and tech that's largely where i played so i did do some some of the seo some of the google some of the facebook but then seeing over time just linkedin was the best performer out of all of those um i decided to focus solely on linkedin so over the last few years we've just been solely focused on linkedin and specifically linkedin ads Mm. uh because we're also noticing there's not really anybody out there doing LinkedIn ads, but we're seeing kind of the best results for the type of clients that we work with coming off of LinkedIn. Um, so it's been, a, it's been an interesting, fun niche to, to be in. Um, and LinkedIn's been a great space. Uh, there's a lot going on in the advertising world right now with like iOS 14 and all that. Right. Um, we're seeing Facebook is getting you know heavily impacted, the types of businesses that are on there and the way that Facebook works, Absolutely. a lot of the way that Facebook works infers uh a user based on what they do off the platform, what do they buy, what do they click on. Right. Whereas LinkedIn is one of the least impact impacted because we're using, you know, job title, industry, company size targeting that's in the platform. Right. So now is a crazy time for the advertising world, but uh I think it's a good time to be on the LinkedIn platform and using the LinkedIn platform.
0: I agree, dude. I mean the only pushback I've ever had is customers first say, oh, it's a little too expensive. It's $10 a day. It has a threshold. You know, Facebook gets you hooked in. Oh, it's only a buck or whatever. You know, Google too. So you can run Google ads for like a dollar. If you wanted to test something, it's not going to really give you tons of results, you know? Um, but that was one of the, that was always been one of the, and I'd say, what what are you talking about? 10 bucks a day is cheap, dude. 300 bucks, that's nothing. If you want to do sponsored posts, if you want to amplify your your following posts, and you can do way more than that. You can spend 30 grand a day or, or a week uh, or a month on the platform because it's big, it's got a lot uh, to do, but it's really into the targeting, like you said. The targeting you can do on LinkedIn is so strategic as far as like by the title um, or industry. And at, at the end of the day, let's just be real, LinkedIn is a business platform. And so if your messages synergize well with that audience, it kind of can create more conversion than if you're advertising on Facebook, I'm looking at my family and then you're trying to offer me some franchise business thing or maybe it hits, maybe it doesn't. But when you're thinking about your LinkedIn feed and you're, you're looking there, you're already in that business mindset, I think. And so I think it's a, a great place to uh, put your ads. Um, but the big thing you see is people don't know what the hell they're doing with the targeting. I mean, I time and time again, I've looked at these ads, uh, seen them and it's like, oh, what, who am I targeting? you're targeting everybody you haven't put anything in there you know a lot of times they run the ad campaigns and they don't even really get into it um because there's a lot in there i mean linkedin you can do kind of a lot uh as far
1: as the targeting that's, that's one of the biggest things that we see is you know most people in the grand scheme of things most, most companies have probably tried facebook or google advertising and what we see most common is like somebody who says okay we're running this on facebook you know maybe it's getting good results or maybe it's getting us traffic now, we're, now we think LinkedIn is going to be a better platform for us. Here's what we're doing on Facebook. Let's, put, let's try this on LinkedIn. But we usually see that's not, not the approach you want to take. Um, and there's a few differences that we, we recommend looking into as you do that. Uh, and the first thing is the targeting. So on Facebook, the way the algorithm works and what's best practice is usually you want to give Facebook a really big audience let the algorithm go find that best person for you right so you do rely a lot on the ai and the ai can work by having that big data set where it can find that right person whereas on linkedin you're usually so it's It works different on linkedin because you're usually paying for every click and you know you usually know who's the job title what's the job title of the person i want to target at the type of company and the size of the company i want to target you don't want to just leave that up to ai because linkedin is a more expensive platform unapologetically so where you're going to pay eight to 12 bucks per click for a mid-range title in the US. Right. So with clicks being that expensive, you want to eliminate any untargeted clicks because mm. you want to go pay your money on you know, somebody who's not going to be a real good prospect. Um, so you rely a lot less on AI on LinkedIn and be very specific on who you want to target. So what we see is some people you know kind of just copy it over and then have like a huge audience on LinkedIn but you want to actually put that upside down and have a very specific, very small audience pay you're running your ads to. I love that.
0: It's so true. I mean, you really want to hone in on that job title. And the next thing beyond that is that the messaging. Can You can't just copy and paste this stuff off of your Google. Uh, or you can, but the results not, might not be as good. What are some of the messages that you see really working well for folks on LinkedIn? Like as far as the copy points or some of the maybe kind of structure of the ads?
1: Yeah. So on LinkedIn, we're also being a lot more direct, usually in the ads. Um, Another way that the algorithm, you know, another, another way that the algorithm is working differently is, you know, on Facebook you're usually paying for every impression and you want to try to draw as many people into your funnel as possible because the people that click on an ad, the people that go to your website, that add to cart, you can then retarget those people at those stages of the funnel. Um, Whereas on LinkedIn, you know, on Facebook, you're paying for every impression, so you want to draw those people in. On LinkedIn, you're paying for every click right. for the most part. So you want to eliminate any, any untargeted clicks. So the difference in the ad copy is that on Facebook, we're generally more, um, um, we try to raise their interest without really giving away what it is. It's a lot more curiosity invoking on Facebook, gotcha. whereas on LinkedIn, we're very direct on it. who is this gotcha. and what are we offering? Because we don't want to take the chance of somebody clicking on something without really knowing what it is. And then paying 10 bucks for that click, but not getting anything out of it. So, so put
0: in exactly what you like exactly what the offer is. Don't cookie, don't uh no mysteries here, guys. There's no mystery pack here. Uh put in <laughs> exactly what you're what you're gonna get, you know, in the the offer or incentive, or if you're gonna send them uh, to a landing page or wherever, you know, be direct. Cause like you said, you're paying for the click. So uh
1: Yeah. You know. And that's not to say good copy isn't important. Like you still gotta make it sexy enough that someone's gonna you know, right. interested in what you have to offer, but you right. want to be very clear on what it is that you are offering. It's a good point, dude. I think too many. I've,
0: I've even just seen uh, LinkedIn ads that are too kind of brandy and kind of too. There's no. There's maybe no action there. I don't know if that does that help them. Maybe they're just putting out brandy stuff to not get clicks to to just be in the feed to be branding. Is that maybe a strategy? I don't know. I was just thinking about that because uh, I, I your point is very very. Not provoking in that most platforms, you don't really put the direct uh, thing. You kind of want them to go to the direct, you know, to get the next step, to go to, like you said, to the next place you can target them. Where with LinkedIn, because of the premium uh, and also the targeting, you need to be direct. Hey, we got franchises. You want to work less hours
1: and make more money? Click here and let's go.
0: You know, it's yeah. real simple. That was, like
1: it's- that was a a pretty big campaign that we ran for somebody during the pandemic actually. Well, during the early pandemic when, you know, a lot of people were switching, were losing their jobs or mm, switching careers yes. at this point. You know, people who had like office jobs or in-person jobs that got shut down, you know, this was a offer to them of like, hey, if you know, if you can't go work in your office, if you're, you know, maybe you lost your job or maybe you're switching careers because of the changes of the pandemic, here, consider starting a, a franchise because gotcha. you know, remotely you can start your own business. Um, yeah, I mean, franchises are a huge category, you know, especially on LinkedIn.
0: I think so. Yeah. I think that's a
1: big one. I think that's a what big you can one. do is you can target people who have already been a manager in the past and target specific skills that might lend to them being a good manager of your franchise. You would probably want to you know, choose the industries where you find most of your franchisees coming from or prior roles where most of your franchisees come, come from. That, that's what we've seen work successfully for franchises.
0: Right. So if you're a food franchise, try to target past uh, you know, managers of restaurants. Exactly. Uh, a lot better than trying to target a, a oil change, uh, you know, automotive technician to try to get them to convert to the uh, the restaurant. It's just because they're different. They're different, even though the guy might have a lot of experience in a manager in a in a running an automotive service. Go to a restaurant is different versus someone that already has that experience. Then you can kind of lay on, hey, you already got ten years of experience. Let's take that and monetize it and make some money for you. You know, uh, you know, because you already got the foundation. Um, and I think that's a big part, you know, you always see it time and time again, especially in the restaurant industry. i see it on the, the show restaurant impossible and <laughs> you hear someone, Hey, I was a, you know, I was in a completely different industry and I decided to start a restaurant. Let's, let's go. And, uh, you know, you just, you just know, it's like, okay, do you want to, how much money do you want to dump into a hole? You know, it, it's kind of that question. And, uh, but you're, like you're saying, it's a really beautiful point. If you want to target people, target people with experience in the industries that you want to, you know, that you are operating, you know, yeah. even to find talent. I think that's another great uh, point of the uh, perspective. And that gets me into my last question, my man. What are the, uh, you know, types of, cause LinkedIn does have a variety of types of ad objectives, you know, um, you could promote your post, you can kind of send them off the page, you can kind of grow the following, you can kind of do a few of the things like that. What are some of the ones that, uh, that you love working with on LinkedIn specifically?
1: Yes yeah, so where where we see kind of linkedin fit into the broader marketing funnel for most businesses most effectively is as top of funnel lead generation in their broader marketing funnel so therefore we tend to use lead generate the lead generation objective most gotcha. commonly on linkedin gotcha. or with the goal you know maybe maybe it's a conversion tracking campaign but it's with the goal to generate leads and the reason for that is um, LinkedIn is a more expensive platform to use, but that's where your high-quality traffic lives. So you want to acquire that traffic and those leads off that platform, and then retarget them via cheaper means after they're a lead or after Ooh. they've been to your website. So use LinkedIn for what what the value that it has there. No, you're going to pay a good penny for it, but once they're a lead, once they're at your website, then you can um, you know continue that conversation via via email, via salesperson calling out, via, you know, maybe retiring on other platforms. But or something. LinkedIn's got a ton of valuable traffic there. You're going to pay for it. So make sure you maximize it.
0: Is there a sweet spot for budget? I know uh, everything is a test. Everything depends on the size of the scope of the business. But uh, have you seen a sweet spot to, as far as the, the budget size goes to get action happening?
1: Yeah. So it, it, LinkedIn does usually require a little bit more budget than like a Facebook platform. So we usually recommend about 3000 for your first month's got ad spend. To be able to run the, you know, the, there's a usual set of tests you want to set up when you first launch a campaign. You want to test your audience. You want to test your offer. Maybe a couple different types of lead magnets, and then of course you want to have a variety of different ads for them for each of those. So usually to cover all those tests, you'll need about three thousand for your first month, and then after that, we see most companies have success, have like really, you know, have sustainable success at like the five thousand per month ad spend level. You know, past that just depends on how much volume your sales team can handle. Right. So, just to get enough leads on a monthly basis, it, it's going to depend on how high up the chain you're targeting and what kind of volume you're looking for. But most people start at three thousand. Usually, um, kind of the threshold is in five thousand for sustainable. So that's what we recommend. Totally makes sense. So
0: ten bucks a day is just scratching the surface. You need to maybe do at least a hundred bucks to see what's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. Um, and it, you know, I don't want to over over promise things on LinkedIn. So one thing that we do tell people, or that we look for, or we advise people on, is to use yeah. LinkedIn effectively because it is a more expensive channel. You probably want your LTV for your lifetime value of your customer to be above fifteen thousand, so that ROI makes sense for you. Gotcha. So you know, most you know e-commerce sites are probably not going to be a good fit. Right. Um, low ticket offers. You know, small local events. Um, you know, you can use LinkedIn to advertise them, but you know for the for the type of campaigns that are going to really going to drive an ROI directly you're going to want to have like it's probably going to be a consultation consultative service that you're offering or a you know an enterprise software product that's going to do best on that platform
0: and something that maybe reoccurs monthly right something that uh has a monthly recurring revenue tied to that because uh it's very very important that money keeps flowing baby let's keep let's keep that thing going i like that i like that um Dude, that is it's, it's it's truly incredible. It's an incredible platform. Have you? Because uh, I'm even curious for our uh, agency. Can you, for instance, target uh, folks based on the size of the agency?
1: Size of their company. You can. As a company. There's a there's a marketing and advertising industry, and then there's several skills that relate to the mark to the agency world that I would probably use, and then you can target company size for headcounts. So you could do like if you were
0: really synergizing with small agencies, you could t- kind of figure that out. Exactly. Yeah. I think that was one of our mistakes internally. I think we're targeting all agencies instead of just the small ones. Yeah. So you can do that. Ah, woohoo! CT has learning here, folks. On the <laughs> go, baby, on the go, I like that. Uh, but now my man, we're about to take you into our top 10. Are you ready? I'm ready, let's do it. Let's go. Apple or Android? Uh, Apple. Apple, Netflix or YouTube? YouTube YouTube Instagram or Facebook Um, or LinkedIn I guess LinkedIn because you are the master of LinkedIn and ads LinkedIn these days (laughs) LinkedIn and uh give your LinkedIn a shout out are you on LinkedIn of course I'm
1: on LinkedIn of Uh, course I'm the only Anthony Blattner so if you search for me I'm the only one there uh send me a connection request and we'll connect
0: let's go I like that I like that and if you're thinking about a good meal chicken or steak
1: uh I'm actually going mostly vegan these days. Nice, dude. What's
0: your favorite? What's your favorite vegetable? I love vegetables. Uh Brussels sprouts, I'd probably say. Got you. Do you have a favorite way of cooking them? I always like to put the uh different sauces on them or something like that, or do you just eat them plain? Roasted with some balsamic. Ooh, there you go. That's one of my favorites too, with the balsamic. Yikes, that's good right there. That's good. <laughs> uh in
1: uh if you gotta get out the door right now, what would you take? A laptop or a smartphone? um i i love my laptop <laughs> i'm most most effective on there well that means i don't have my, my cell phone then hmm i would probably still say laptop because i text on the laptop too
0: oh nice there you go he's got some og maneuvers there he's texting <laughs> on the laptop and you can just get so much done on the laptop there's something about that and when you're thinking about content uh is it spotify or pandora spotify spotify yeah. movies
1: or video games Oh, man. Um, lately, it's been movies. Uh, a long time ago, I was into the video games, but it's been a while. It's <laughs> been a while. It's like all
0: of us. We have, once you get real entrepreneurship, they ain't got no time to earn some virtual coins. Yeah, I'm a video game, so I feel like I'm playing a video game every day. <laughs> uh, it's, that's true. It's really true. There's going to be obstacles, challenges, wins, successes. It's never easy. It's never the same. And especially in link, uh, LinkedIn, marketing, social, it's always changing there's linkedin might roll out a whole new thing you can do tomorrow to make it even that much more effective for targeting customers 12 years ago when i started our social agency never would i thought i would see the things that the platforms can do that we do today on you know facebook pages you know just the things that they have now so that's the beauty is it's always changing and getting better usually usually getting better um when you're thinking about, uh, you know, kind of releasing the mind, movies or, uh, we already said movie, reading books or listening to books, if you're thinking about enriching the mind.
1: Ooh, both. Um, both. Yeah. I like that. It depends the on the mood. In the morning, it depends on what I'm doing. But in the morning, I like to read something that I'm going to learn business wise. But at mm-hmm. nighttime, I like to read something that's going to, you know, disconnect my mind uh, more fiction at nighttime that helps me go to sleep.
0: Nice. So you have the, the routine at night to listen to audio. Maybe that's uh, less, less, less business. Less yeah. more about uh, relaxing. And more about kind of taking yourself away from the, uh, the day-to-day. Yeah. I like that, my man. And when you're thinking about investing, uh, stocks or real estate? Uh, stocks. Stocks. And crypto. Crypto, baby. <laughs> Let's get that BTC. Let's go. Let's go. I was just watching the, uh, it was Michael Saylor. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, Michael Saylor. <laughs> I like Michael Saylor. Uh, it was Elon Musk. Jack Dorsey and Kathy Wood on this uh, very interesting talk right now. It was happening uh, not too early before I start, we started our podcast here. I'm going to pick that up because uh, Elon was talking about his holdings and he mentioned that SpaceX holds uh, Bitcoin too. So he uh, put that out there. I didn't know that everyone knew that. Um, uh, SpaceX is a big-ass very company.
1: interesting space and I think- you know, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's still very new. So, oh, yeah, you know, even though we've seen, and prices are going to continue to be extremely volatile, Absolutely. My, my hunch is because we're still very early days, it's like, you know, the start of the internet. Like This is just the start over the next 10, 20 years, it's going to explode. The key thing is to accumulate and hold as much as possible
0: on any investment, all investments. If you like gold, buy as much gold as you can every day and hold on to it because it's like anything, it's sports cars, whatever the hell you want. The one that has accumulation usually does pretty damn good, uh, you know. Because especially if you have, you know, got stocks, I got the, I got of varieties things, you know, and uh, and crypto is definitely one of them. So, uh, folks, he's right. You gotta, you gotta just get a slice. Uh, and that's the other thing people forget: you don't have to buy a whole thing. You can buy fractions of things now. You can go on Robinhood and buy a fraction of Berkshire Hathaway or a fraction of a BTC. You don't, you don't have to go all in on one. Uh, because that's also a limiting belief because it's expensive. No one's got just 30 grand. I'm going to go thir- 30, 30 grand on something when the average American barely has 400 bucks. But you could put a dollar a day or 10 bucks a week or, you know, small pieces. And it adds up over time. People forget that. Um, true. It's it's very true. They they uh, There's a book called The Snowball about Warren Buffett. And uh, it's all about that. That's when you go- are thinking that's about Oh, that's a freaking crazy book uh to listen to or listen to read etc it's a big book but uh that is a humbling book uh to see what you can do over time but my man when you're thinking about vacation what were you going to choose an
1: ocean or a lake um you're going on, on a plane today let's say, say ocean right now
0: yeah we all deserve an ocean view what ocean would you want to go see if you could uh, go right now uh i haven't been out West in a while i'd say there you go or, in I'd the Pacific. Or,
1: or I'd want to go back to Australia and see it down there. Oh, that yes. Awesome.
0: New yeah. Zealand, Australia, no. Fiji, beautiful areas out there. When you are waking up for your day and you're getting yourself ready, pumped for the day, why do you love being you?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I mean, it's just so fun to work with, like, such a variety of clients. And, like, when you, you know, marketing moves fast. And when it works, like, it's awesome to see the results that come in and, you know, it's just fun, you know, marketing moves fast and it's like fun to be working on like cutting edge new things. Um, you know, there's a lot of like principles in marketing that you got to learn and cover your bases, but when you can then start to apply it with like new technology and new platforms such as like LinkedIn and like, you know, there's so much out there these days. Uh, it's a very exciting time to be, you know, in this realm and, you know, doing this kind of work. So that stuff gets me pumped up every day.
0: Nothing like it. Just be able to launch a campaign. It's like, wow, let's go. It's, uh, not like the TV days of my old days, you had to put production, get everything ready, get all, you know, get the the traffic dialed in and uh, you know, then obviously pay for the Oprah spots or pay for the expensive spots. Now it's, you just run this thing, baby, let's go. Put a hundred bucks a day and let's run it. Uh, you know, obviously there's more to that folks, but but truly it's part of that, it's part of it. You know, just having the mindset to actually push something out is a big piece to success in uh, social content, whatever, Because Not all the times you're going to just hit, like you said, from your, your, you know, your viral app, even with an ad, not all the times you're going to hit it, but you will learn something. I would suggest if you haven't had success in that first month, you know, maybe make some tweaks, maybe make some changes, maybe figure things out. But the most important thing is you will learn. And, uh, and, and sometimes day one, like you said, Anthony, you'll start seeing traffic day one. You're like, Oh my God, I turn on these ads and we got traffic, baby. We got, you know, we got things coming in and that is a rewarding feeling. Uh, Do you think you'll ever retire from the game of the agency world, uh, starting businesses, selling them, you know, kind of doing different things? But also, obviously, at the end of the day, too, you've been successful at selling some of these businesses as well. So that's awesome. I don't know. I don't think I can think about that right now.
1: (laughs) It's hard when you get in the mix. I know it's hard when you're right. uh, Like there's like still so much stuff that I want to do and get into and like work on, like both like with what I'm doing now and like similar things that. Um, you know, sure, someday I want like the time and freedom to be able to go travel and do what I want, but also I'm pro- like in doing that, I'm probably still going to have like projects that I'm working on and things like that because I don't know, the idea of retirement sounds really boring. <laughs> hey, the cool
0: thing about today, these days and age is like a, like a previous guest said, work is portable. Mm-hmm. So you can literally take anything and go anywhere and work and you don't have to be working a hundred hours a day. You can work two hours a day, one hour, 30 minutes and still be in the game, you know, like still in the game at whatever age you want. And I think that's the beauty of the future entrepreneur is that uh, we could be traveling, working, doing all, you know, doing it, everything, doing it all. And it might just be at different skills. You know, you either have a bigger team or you have a smaller business or whatever, you know, either one. But the, the most important thing is it's, it's everything you want to do is literally can be done and still work. Um, 20 years ago, couldn't happen, you know, could not be doing that. Uh,
1: do you have a, uh, a routine on starting your day? Is there something you do to uh, get your day going? Um, every morning when I get up and I'm getting ready, I throw in my AirPods and I'll listen to something. Um, in the morning, first thing in the morning, it's usually something, um, like energizing, whether it's like a YouTube video or certain podcasts or or music that kind of gets me going. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of good videos on YouTube that get you like pumped oh, up dude. today. So it's first incredible. thing in the morning, it's like, it's kind of like pump up stuff in a way. Um, there's a lot of great, like Tony Robbins videos. For oh, example, yes. or Brendan Bouchard, Burchard, yes. Um, so that's definitely first in the morning, first thing in the morning. And then like, as I'm, like, after I shower and like have coffee, then I'll listen to, then I'll usually listen to something that I'm going to learn something on like a gotcha. podcast or learn something marketing related. Um, uh, and then in the morning, I like to use a little bit of journaling just to kind of, uh, you know, what am I thinking about now? What do I have planned for the day? What's going to make this day great?
0: Mm-hmm. That's what's
1: good to start your day. And then at the end I of the day, that. then there's like a little recap journal as far as like how did today go? What would I do differently? I what was that. great? You know, stuff like that.
0: Like a five-minute journal. Those are the greatest, dude. To Put those little uh, the nuggets of the day. Uh, and uh, a lot of times you find it's not it's – not, uh, Things that are, it's not things that are just like consumable. It's like things that are just like appreciative of time or you you appreciate being able to do certain things that have nothing to do with money, nothing to do with these things that we get caught up as in consumerism. Uh, When you get starting to journal, folks, when you start to journal, it's really interesting how that comes out, in my opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. If you could chop it up with anyone in the world today and they're coming to you, my man, for a chicken uh, vegetable dinner. Actually, we're going to do Brussels sprouts. We're doing Brussels sprouts today. Uh, who you want to chop it up with tonight?
1: Man, you said you mentioned Elon Musk earlier, and I and I think uh, the I'd, be, uh I'd, be, I'd love to have dinner with him. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, he's right in your neighborhood, dude. He's uh, he is know? these days. Yeah, I should just go find him I'm around here. Door. Joe Joe Rogan, where the hell does Elon Musk live? Let's go over there. And get I've, I've read
1: his biography too, and just like fascinating. Oh yes, he's been, been into, and like you know all these different companies and all these different things that he's working on. Um, I'm sure that'd be fascinating to you dinner know, with him. Frickin the genius of uh, the Einstein of
0: our era. Uh, and has there been a book that has changed your life or that you either reread or it kind of
1: sticks to your soul? Um, I'd say, I often say the book Traction. Oh, Traction. Because that book um, has all the business processes for like setting up a, a basically a, a good business operation the different processes and tools you want to use for um, organizing your company, your team, and like your day-to-day processes, how you do goal setting and like strategy and setting your mission and vision and like all these different tools. But, you know, as you're first starting a business, you know, and and once you get to a certain point, you need these tools or else you're just going to drive yourself crazy. So I think that for my, you know, for my first business, that book came in at like a pivotal time that helped me, put those processes in place that without them, like I would have never got it to the size that it was. Mm, so important
0: and very, very hard to do. So traction, go check that book out. And my man, Anthony, um, where is the favorite place to uh, learn more about the business? Speedwork Social, uh, let's, let's drive them somewhere online is uh, the website, can you, can you give us the website?
1: Yeah. So our website is speedworksocial.com. Uh, a lot of info there. If you want to learn about LinkedIn ads, we try to publish a lot of uh, posts and information about LinkedIn ads because we know there's not much out there about them. So you can go there uh, and then you can find me on LinkedIn. Again, I'm the only Anthony Blattner. Send me a connection request. go from there. And also it. follow me my email. My email is speedworksocial.com if you want to shoot me an
0: email. Well, dude, there you go. There you go. Uh, dude, like I always tell all our entrepreneurs, the world is continually full of abundance, but you, my man, have figured a sweet spot with your uh, you know, influence, sphere of, of knowledge, and also, let's just be real, a place where not many people are, are playing, and that is the LinkedIn ad space, which is a beautiful space because it drives results. So anyone that is needing more results with their LinkedIn, please go check him out at speedworksocial.com and check my man Anthony on uh, Anthony Blattner. Anywhere uh, you find him, he's going to be popping up for you. But folks, you've been hanging out with Anthony Blattner and Travis too tall and Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today, and let's keep being real. What another epic? episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the Be Real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest. And that's right. You have a story. And the people, uh, the good folks at I Love Podcasts, that's I L U V Podcasts.com, do that every single day. This is a new company, guys, in the space of podcast agency. And they realize a lot of the people in the, the space are just, it's just a commodity. And it does, they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts. And they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love That's I-L-U-V podcasts.com. That's I L-U-V podcast.com. Let's go.